0: Well, I'm Erin Lashley, and um, I'm really excited to be able to interview Matt. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and I host a show called Millennials in Ministry, having conversations with other millennials who are looking to make a difference in their communities and I reached out to Matt because I got a chance to meet him not too long ago um, at a conference that a really, really good friends of mine, Justin and Sarah Kane, were hosting. And Matt just cool. knocked it out of the park, just his boldness, his little people, yeah. has really yeah. encouraged me. Yeah. and so I wanted uh, to reach out to him. So welcome to episode 14 of Millennials in Ministry. Matt, I want to know what just happened when you walked into the gym. Tell us what just happened. Yeah, so um, I
1: came up here and we're meeting a few people up. And one of the guys came out. He actually knows us. I met him one time when I preached out here at the Awakening in Mantica And he came out, and he's like, uh, he's really he's hurting real bad in his back. Like, what are the odds? Like, I'm coming here, and we're about to go live and talk about this. You know? Right. Evangelism, praying Shoot. for the sick, praying for people. And he comes on out, and he was eager to get healed. He was eager for prayer. And so he's we prayed him. for him. Me and uh, uh, one of my spiritual fathers, Pastor, Pastor Nino, um, one of the pastors of the Awakening. We, he, we're, we're, I'm staying with him, so we're walking out okay. here. He's like, "Come on, Matt," and I was on my phone, so I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, we're out. You ready. Get Hi. ready. And the Bible says, you, "Be ready in season and out." You know, and so we, uh we gotta. That's let our light shine right there. What are we waiting for? You know, so we hopped on mm-hmm. him. we started praying for this man, and we're praying for him. And he said he just he, he feels he feels healing just flowing in his back, and so he's looking down. Mm-hmm. We're right here, we're stepping right here, and. I'm going to get him real quick, but he's just looking down. And he's like, man, I, like, I feel the pain leaving my back. And he's in serious pain in his lower back. So he's like, the pain's not all the way gone. Do you think we could pray again? I'm like, man, this guy's bold. Like, he he, wow. he healed. So I, I honor him, man, for that. And uh, so we pray. We're like, let's do it again. Let's pray for him again, man. He wants some more prayers. So we pray for him. And the pain completely left his body. He's in uh, there about to go play handball right now. I'm going to get him. That's be... Yeah, go get him. It's not already in there can you see me good still yeah yeah we can okay. see you i don't want the service to be bad yeah we're out here playing about to come in this the gym here hey uh mario welcome out right here well, i'll just i'll just do the interview right here with we got my boy egr i'm in a, a live interview right now so this is aaron this hey, EGR, what's up, Yeah, he's a he's a big time uh rapper for the kingdom he's yeah, he's, he's very, very anointed. So this guy right here, I want to introduce him. Tell them what happened. Say hello. Hello, hello. how Mario. You going? Tell them what happened. You, you just oh, yeah. outside asking for
2: prayer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I already knew, because well, I already believe in God's healing power. But my back, I hurt my back yesterday like that, mm-hmm. like spasm-wise, where I couldn't even barely walk in here. My bro had wow. to carry wow. my back back in. And so Nino and, and Matt are praying, and as, as they're praying, I feel all the pain going to where, to one spot where it's at and, and like, like really, really bad. And I feel like, so I already feel it's coming. So I feel like it's coming, like all the pain's coming out. And then Matt yeah. starts praying and then I start I started just feeling the pain. Oh, go. it goes down to like about a two. It's <laughs> pain right out of a ten. Wow. And so already, and Matt, I already know, we'll keep praying until something happens, right? So I said, let's pray again. Right. You know, and Matt's like, oh, I love this God's faith. but And then as we're praying again, I'm just, I'm just receiving God's healing power and uh it goes way crazy because like, i could like move like i could barely sit down i was in the scheme room oh
0: running. my gosh
2: man god is good so I, I know that he does heal he's healed me before He healed me from diabetes you know wow. uh, all types of crazy stuff you know and this merciful over my life i couldn't even be alive from all the drug overdoses and crazy wow. i told matt the first time i met him but yeah god is good and, and man, come on and we're disinvesting that's more. awesome come on Thank you. I mean, girl, That's so girl, cool. So awesome.
1: What, is, what are the odds, you know? So I, the connection is good, right?
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty good, yeah. Okay,
1: you want me to go outside or you want me to stay in here? Was outside better?
0: Maybe go outside just in case we lose you.
1: Okay, yeah, so look at that, you know, right Right, off, right on the spot. You know, we're coming up. That's here. so cool, Matt. Every day That's
0: so cool. Wow, like right here, like right here live on the spot.
1: That's
0: right awesome. Live. Right here live on the spot. <laughs> Right outside, right That's here. That's so cool. Pray for him right here. God is wow. good. That's awesome, Matt. I know that there's a lot of people that follow me or stay in touch with me and don't know who you are, don't know your testimony. So I first want to ask you, how did you come to Christ? What's your story with following Jesus? Yeah. So
1: uh, I'm 22. I was raised in the church my entire life. My parents are pastors. Um, you know, I'm a PK, pastor's kid. You know, so many people grow up in the church and they, they say, well, you worship your parents, God, or you... You know, you know you know about God, but you don't know him. Many people at a young age are the ones that uh, that are grown up in the church or are pastor's kids. They feel like religion has been forced on them. And so me, I didn't feel like religion was forced on me, but I was, um, I was too busy being involved that I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. And so I, knew, I always say, you know, I knew about God. I didn't know him. And I always say this as well, that there's a difference between knowing somebody and knowing about them. When you know someone, you have a relationship with them. And relationships are established and are maintained through communication. And so I didn't understand that it's vital for us to nurture that with our Heavenly Father. And so that was my life growing up, uh, just kind of lukewarm, halfway in, halfway out, um, doing my own thing in the world, not really on fire, not sold out for God. I didn't understand that if you're halfway in, you're all the way out. And so uh, I was like that for years until I was 18. When When I was in high school, my junior year, that's when I started getting involved in law enforcement. And I was a cadet for about four years, and then when I was 18, okay. I became a CSO officer for a police department. I started working there for some time, I resigned. I wanted to go and listen to the Marine Corps, so I wanted to have a military background. So in a nutshell, what happened was, I didn't get the, uh, the score I wanted on my test, so I got this big book, I'm like, I'm gonna study, uh, because one of the sergeants told me, you could pass with your eyes closed, all this stuff, so I started guessing on this test, and long yeah. story short, I ended up getting this book, I was like, I'm gonna study it, I'm gonna get a really high score, and then I just, I was like, obsessed. I watched all the videos yeah. on YouTube of boot camp in the wow. Marines. I knew what was going to happen in boot camp, uh, the phases. I was just excited. I was so stoked uh, to just go off in San Diego and uh, for three months for you know basic training, and um, I just lost my desire to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe wow. that was all God. And so what happened after that was I was in my base. My so God started stripping me from worldly friends. Um, you know, Second Corinthians chapter six verse fourteen says, uh, "Do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what does righteousness?" and wickedness have in common and what fellowship can light have with darkness. And so that scripture always stood out to me. Um, And what happened after that was I kind of just was separated from, you know, friends that weren't believers, you know, not that I can set an example or uh, minister to them, but it was in a season of my life where God was trying to get a hold of me. And, uh, and I, and even anywhere I would be, you know, whether it be parties, whether it be just hanging out, I, I never like was a terrible person or nothing, but, um, and I never have, like, I don't have, like, a crazy testimony where I was on drugs or awful, nothing like that. And some yeah, people say sure. they hear like, a Todd White testimony and, um, like, man, I want a testimony like that, you know, where he was an atheist for, more 30-something years mm-hmm. and uh, he got yeah. shot at. That's a wild testimony. And so my buddy Isaiah, you know, he always says the best testimonies are not what God, uh, you know, took you out of, brought you out of, but what God kept you out of.
0: Wow, so, that's good. Yeah, that's,
1: good. So that's what those are the most powerful ones. It's not what God brought you out of; it's what God kept you out of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, God, God really got a hold of me, and I started. He started sending Christian friends in my life to add value to me. You know, the Bible says, "Iron sharpens iron." Um, I started hanging out with my buddies Adam. We started. You know, he asked me to go work out with him. He ended up asking me, instead of being a workout partner, he wanted me to be his prayer partner. And I'm like, I don't even have a prayer life, bro. So uh-huh. I started praying. Um, God had used him to come into my life to really you know catapult me into this into the, the place that god wants me to be so we started having prayer meetings yeah. in my basement um and he prays in the spirit you know people you hear people speaking in tongues you're praying what's up alina uh everyone's praying you know you're praying in your heavenly language it's it's the baptism in the holy ghost and fire for those who do not know it's an experience that happens after salvation um, you know, mm-hmm. in the Bible, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says that when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. And so, long story short, I was in my basement. I heard, I felt that the Lord spoke to me and said to go lay my hands on my buddy and pray in the Spirit. He was praying in the Spirit fluently. We have a gym on our basement, so he's across the gym. I'm on the other side. Yeah. I'm feeling like this adrenaline rush-type feeling, and it's coming yeah. out of my belly. John chapter 7, verse 39 says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And so... Yeah. Uh, that was what was happening to me. I didn't understand that God was really just trying to fill me up. He was trying to empower me. Um, it's the promise of the father and it's available for all. And so uh, people say, man, how can I get filled with the Holy spirit? You know, I'm waiting on him. It's not that you're waiting on him. He's already living in you. If you're saved, you're waiting for him, you know, you're not waiting on him. You're waiting for him to fill you. And so that was me. I didn't ask for it. I didn't focus on it. That moment, um, I was really ignoring God because I'm like, how is he going to tell me something that I don't know how to do? You know, yeah. how is he going to tell me yeah. something I don't know how to do? And so long story short, uh, my buddy had to kind of not yell, but raise his voice from the other side of the room. Like, Matt, I feel the Lord saying to you, listen. And I'm like, hmm. oh, I, I knew I was feeling <laughs> like God's speaking to me right now. So I go right. up to him. I start praying for him. And we ended up going upstairs. He had to use the bathroom. I'm in the hallway. And in that moment, the power of God came upon me, and my life was never the same. I started flowing out of me my own prayer language, uh, speaking yeah. in mysteries, magnifying God. You know, the Bible says you don't know what to, if you don't know what to pray for, pray in the Holy Ghost. And so if yeah. people say, oh, that's not real. Well, just because you don't believe it's real doesn't make it not real. It's something that you right. have to experience. Just like we can share the love of God all day long with you, but it's not, the love of God cannot only be explained but experienced. So you have to yeah. experience it for yourself. It's an encounter that you have to yeah. have. And it was a fresh encounter that I had in my life. I received this boldness. I received this courage. I received this passion to rise up and to do what God has called me to do. And I believe that we can't be effective witnesses for the kingdom Uh of God unless we get empowered by the Holy Spirit to walk in the gifts of the spirit and to be an effective witness for the kingdom and to do God's service effectively. Because if you don't have the the spirit of God living in Romans 8, 9, and it comes down to scripture, it comes down to the truth, whether people want to hear it or not. We can say it with love, but we can't sugarcoat it. You know, the Bible says yep. simply in Romans chapter 8, verse 9, if you have not the Spirit of Christ, you are none of His. And so yeah. you can be a, you're, you're God's creation. You're created by God, but you're not a child yeah. of God unless you're born again, unless you're, you know, uh, brought into the body of Christ by receiving the Spirit of Christ. And so that, that's what happened to me. I was empowered. And shortly that's after awesome. that, this man of God started mentoring me, and, uh, and I just started going out and sharing my faith.
0: That's so cool, Matt. Man, I could just tell you're just like, you're in a zone, like, yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> you're just reaching it. I love that. I, I want to ask you, um, for those of us that, like, we see what you're doing, we see what people like you do, you're just bold in loving on people with the love of Jesus, sharing the love of God with other people, whether it's praying for them or just listening to them and hearing what they're going through. And then God, you know, maybe reveals something to you to encourage them with, um, whatever it is. But many of us maybe haven't done that yet because of fear. And I want to ask you, what do you encourage people with or for you even, if you've had those moments where you're just gripped with fear and it keeps you from stepping out, What, how do you encourage yourself out of fear? What do you do to break out of fear? Yeah, absolutely. So I
1: love the scripture. First Timothy two, seven, you know, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so I Mm -hmm. believe we have to understand and remind ourselves what is living on the inside of us. Do we understand and know and realize what we carry? The Bible says that Mm -hmm. we have the same spirit, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in us. And so that literally yeah. means that we have the cure to cancer. We have the cure to every infirmity, every mm-hmm. problem of depression, every problem of anxiety, anger, lust, so on and so forth. And so all we gotta yeah. do is walk in it and know that Jesus goes before us, he goes beside us, he'll never leave us nor forsake okay. us. We know in Joshua chapter one, verse nine, he says, Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do mm-hmm. not be afraid, do not be discouraged yeah. for the Lord your God is with you everywhere you go. So I believe it's meditating on the word. Mm-hmm. The Bible says the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. It's alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. If we quote the word of God, Jesus says, my word's a spirit in their life. You know, so if we yeah. speak the word of God, things will begin to happen, and I believe that if we if we just meditate on the word, like I was saying yesterday, I love I love the scripture um, where it says that he gives perfect peace to those who keep their minds fixed on him. He gives perfect yeah. peace. You know, the devil's going to get your head with worry, with fear, with anxiety, but you say, no, he gives perfect peace to those who keep their minds stayed upon him. The devil's alive. Yeah. He gives perfect peace, you know, to remind oh yourself that. People say, well, I don't feel qualified. I don't feel like I'm good enough. I feel inadequate. I feel like I'm unqualified to witness <laughs> To, to share my faith. Well, if you look at Moses in the Bible, he was the most unqualified, uneducated uh, man yeah. in, in, you know, on earth. And so all he yeah. had was a staff. And so if we feel yeah. like we're, we're unqualified, then I love this right here. We need to remind ourselves that God often recruits from the pit and not the pedestal. He recruits from the places where people are broken that... that, that the, the ones that feel like they can't be used, the ones that feel like they're not smart enough. God says, that's the one I want to use. That's the one that I can mm-hmm. flow through. Because if we say, you know, and I've said it at the fire in the night conference about what, two, two years ago, last June, yeah. um, I yeah. said, I would rather use you more on the basis of a willing heart rather than on the basis of the abilities you possess. So if we have a willing mm-hmm. heart and we're available, mm-hmm. we're clean, we're emptied. One of my mentors said, Matt, you'll never be as full as you are empty. Mm-hmm. You'll never be as wow. full as you are empty. If we Empty ourselves from all of us. If we decrease so that he may greatly increase, then he'll fill us up with himself. He'll fill us up so that we can just overflow with what the fruits of the spirit, we can overflow with God's love and and so much, you know, that he has to offer. And so I believe it's reminding ourselves who we are in Christ, reminding ourselves what's on the inside of us. And knowing yeah. that Jesus is right there with us, that we're a citizen of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We're a child oh, of a king with no limitations, so we can't put him in a box, we can't limit his power, he can do whatever he wants to do, and what he alone is capable oh, of doing would be impossible.
0: <laughs> Every time I ask you a question, I'm just like <laughs> this guy, I'm feeling good this it's morning. So powerful. I'm, I'm feeling fired up. Come on, dude. Like, I love it. I love it. Um, another question I want to ask you is, uh, so when as you're praying for people, I'm sure you've experienced where you pray for someone and they don't get healed. And I know that I've experienced that as well. And there's such a mind game that happens yeah. because you're talking to yourself, well, is there something wrong with me? Maybe there's something wrong with them. And then you start to well, try sure. to figure it out logically. So what do you tell yourself when you pray for someone and they don't get healed? What's the mental game for that?
1: That's such a great question, Um, and it's happened so many times. And sometimes you want to question God, why didn't this person get healed, though? Like, the opportunity is here. Why why didn't – you know, it's like, God, why don't you show up? When you show up, things happen. Light enters darkness, you know. And so – I think it's understanding that you're still planting seeds in the person. You know, it's just like a person when you're ministering to them and they don't yes. want to receive Christ right there. It's, it's, it's like, no, I planted a seed so we can never underestimate the power of planting a seed because God will send yeah. somebody else to water, or, you know, water that seed and he'll bring the increase on it. And so I believe that yeah. when, uh, when we don't see people get healed, which happens all the time, we have to know that there is what's called instant healing and there's progressive healing. I've had people uh, the next day call me and say, Matt, I've gotten healed. It, I, I went yeah. home, I received my healing this lady had a bone spur sticking out of her kneecap no, it, you have to get surgery to shave that off excruciating wow. pain I prayed for her at a church on Wednesday night service nothing happened, I prayed for her three times and she goes wow. home, I said you know what every morning you wake up, say thank you Jesus for healing me thank him in advance and you know she yeah. woke up every morning, she said her pain got worse her faith began to wow. weaken how does that happen? people say well it gets right. better before it gets better well what, well, what the heck why is she get worse after I prayed <laughs> healing over her well, she woke <laughs> the following week, and she said that she woke up and her bone spur completely disappeared. That just doesn't go away. You've got to get surgery to shave it off. Uh, that was a wow. radical testimony. That, that, was, that was crazy. But so what I think is that there's instructions in the Word of God. There's instructions. Yeah. There's conditions that need to be made before getting healed, and people do not understand that. Well, you want healing, so you go to Walgreens. You go to a pharmacy. You go to your doctor, and they prescribe you with medicine or with pills to take. And so on that medicine bottle, there's instructions on there. And you follow those instructions with how many pills to take, when to take it. Well, if you're going to follow those instructions, you need to follow the instructions in the Word of God. That your faith can connect and cooperate with the power of God. And then healing will begin to manifest. Because the Bible over and over talks about unwavering faith. It over and over talks about your faith. Jesus says to all the people who have gotten healed in the Bible, your faith has made you whole. According to your faith. So be it unto you, you know, and I can name mm-hmm. story after story of people getting healed. And Jesus has said that. And so we have to understand Jesus couldn't even heal people in his own hometown because of lack yeah. of belief. But what are you saying, Matt? You're saying that if this person doesn't have faith, they're not going to get healed. Not necessarily. I'm saying that there's things that need to happen before getting healed, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I would say as long as you're praying and you're speaking life and you're praying for healing to flow in somebody's body, you, you better believe and you better, you better stand on the word. That whatever you speak, there's power, life, there's uh, life and death in the power of the tongue, we know. And mm-hmm. so, whatever you speak, know that God is behind you and things are happening in the unseen world. Things are happening in the spiritual realm that you know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So, remind yourself, That's there's happening something's happening behind the scenes that I don't know. God yeah. is a way maker, He makes a way out of no way. So, He's he's Come working on. on things that I don't even know about yet, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's so good, Matt. Um, I, I want to know because I know that there's people watching. Um, that people that will watch this later that just want to hunger for God more. They want to follow God. They want a deeper desire for God. They want to be more bold. They want to be just be able to hear God's voice more clearly. What do you do practically to keep yourself on fire for the Lord day in and day out?
1: Yeah. Uh, So, you know, one of my mentors always says, Matt, you have to cultivate the fire, protect the anointing, cultivate the fire. And so what does that mean? That means, you know, cultivate it. Uh, spending time in the presence of Lord, making God a priority. He doesn't want second place or third place in our life. He wants first yeah. place. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God in all his righteousness and everything mm-hmm. else will be added unto you. Man, I want this. I want that. I want, okay, asking it will be given. You have not because you asked not. I mean, it's not like, yeah. okay, materialist. We know, we understand what's appropriate, but it's it's understanding that All these things will be added unto you. That means how can I get all these things? By seeking first the kingdom of God. So if I don't make God a priority in my life, nothing else will fall into place. If he's Uh not in control, nothing's going to fall into place. Why? Because when he's in control, nothing's ever out of control. You know, Mm -hmm. so um, it's knowing that God – He's, he's faithful. He's the fountain of living waters. He's the all in all. He's the captain of salvation. He's the blessed and holy ruler. We have to understand that he wants to be first in our life. God's a jealous God, you know. And, um, and I believe that, you know, like the pastor I just walked in here with, Pastor Nino, uh, Pastor Ben, we call him Nino. But he says, uh, Matt, you have to be a student of the word. You have to guard your heart and stay locked in prayer. Somebody mm-hmm. better write those down right there. I believe those are the three keys. <laughs> keys. if you want three quick keys right there to sustaining and to uh, um, cultivating, keeping that fire going, that passion going, be a student of the word, guard Mm. your heart, and stay locked in prayer. You know, prayer is the key. Prayer is what, you know, we're not in control, but prayer keeps us close to the one who is.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: and so we need to – prayer is – without prayer, there's no revival. Without prayer, nothing's going to mm. happen, you know. We have to develop right. a lifestyle of prayer and fasting, and that's what keeps us close to God. That's what keeps us, you know, in the Spirit, always in the Spirit, always praying in the Spirit. We need to be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We cannot neglect mm. the Word of God. And so right. uh, I believe it's it's cultivating the fire, you know, staying locked in prayer, being a student of the Word, guarding your heart. Um, in putting Jesus first, putting him first. He doesn't want second place.
0: So I want to know, Matt, because um, you told me yesterday that you recently, you're full-time now, traveling, speaking, and all of that. Yeah. You know, if people want to just stay connected and following you and your speaking schedule and, and where you're going to be, like, dude, I want to know when you're coming out to Phoenix because I'll, I'll show up, <laughs> you know, and hear yes. and support and all of that. Um, yeah. But how can people stay connected with what you're doing? And even on Facebook, because you have a quite a quite a large audience on Facebook, too. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, before I go, I want to, I want to tell you, or answer that question. I want to tell you, I'm going to be in Phoenix, actually, um, at Oasis Church. It's on my website in Mesa, uh, okay. uh, Arizona. It's like right by Phoenix Airport, like 40 minutes. Yeah. When? Yeah. Um, it's on my website. I believe it is October 13th and the 14th. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, my brother gets married on the 12th, but the third, like that weekend, yeah, I'll make so an effort to come out or Saturday and
1: Sunday, I'm, I'm going to be preaching. Okay,
0: um, that's and, awesome. And my
1: buddy, uh, one of my best friends, Isaiah Saldivar, um, yeah. he, he just came back from Phoenix last night. I don't know if you heard of Fresh Start Church. Yes, I have. I've heard of Fresh Start, yeah. Yeah, they're like He's huge, there. and they're like in big revival right now. They just had like yeah. a four year of sustained revival. Isaiah Saldivar was like, I wouldn't say he. Of course, God birthed it, but he's, like, is the reason that they're in revival right now. So He, wow. he there, like, all the time throughout the year. So he just came back. I was going to go with him, but That's hopefully true. I'm going to go with him next time, fresh start. Yeah, with. yeah. But I will be in Phoenix um, in October. It's on my website. Okay. but For those that um, – yeah, you can get connected with me. Matt Cruz on Facebook. Uh, Matt Cruz on YouTube. I just started using Instagram. Um, I wish okay. I had started advertising in the beginning so everybody on Facebook can go on here. But I just was always just on Facebook, so people are now yeah. coming on uh, Instagram and stuff. Uh, but Matt Cruz 96 for the obviously you guys are on Instagram already. But um, yeah. my website is MattCruiseMinistries.com. You can go on my schedule, mm-hmm. see where I'm at, if I'm a city near you. Uh, the next couple months, next till next year, actually is just really, really getting crazy busy, um, and yeah. we've got a lot of more dates um, that we need to enter into schedule. But yeah, Matt Cruz, on pretty much all social networks. Um, you'll see most of my stuff on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, so that's it you can get connected with me. Cool. Um, I'm that's actually awesome. launching my merch today, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Oh,
0: some yeah. merch. Okay. Yeah, Stepping
1: I, it up. You got to see all the designs. or I think the people are going to love them. It's been a long – I've been trying that's to get cool. some, some Christian apparel out on my shop, on my uh, page, on my website uh, yeah. for a while. But it's just, I okay. guess, the most timing. I've been so busy. So we got everything now. I got the designs back the other day. Cool. Today's the launch, so I'm super pumped.
0: I, Congrats, man! That's you'll awesome. You'll love him. You'll
1: love him. You got to see it.
0: I do. Hey, well, I normally don't do this, but I really feel in my heart that it will bless a lot of people if you could just pray us out and just pray for the people watching. I know there's going to be yeah. a ton of people that watch this after the fact I just want to rise up. I know that that's your hashtag. That's what. That's the message on your heart that you feel like God has really called you to call people to do is rise up and be who God called you to be. So if you can just pray for our listeners, pray for the watchers, and just pray for all of us that we will rise up and do the very thing we're supposed to be doing for the Lord.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, first, I want to say I appreciate you and um, it's an honor to be on here. Uh, we're, we got to do a lot more stuff together. We definitely got yeah. to Let's move this over to Facebook too. Get people on Facebook yeah. to uh, okay. um, tune in. Let's make another date. Let's do some more stuff. I'm excited to connect. Absolutely. Like I was I'm saying totally yesterday. It, yeah, yeah. We're all on the same team. We're running the same race. So yeah, yes. we're out to help out. I want to serve. You know, Jesus came to serve, not to be served. You know? So yeah. I always tell people, man, we want to be an asset, not a liability, when we go places and yeah. people are like, Oh, preachers just want money. It's like, Well, listen you know, it takes money to keep the gospel going. It takes finances to put things on and to travel. Yeah. But it's not—we're not in it for no income. We're in it for the outcome. Right. Soul saved, bodies healed, and so. You got way too many one-liners. <laughs> uh, just, I can't. I, you know here, this one-liner is one. great.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, do do the honors, man, and pray us out. I appreciate
1: it. Yeah. Well, Father, we thank you so much uh, for this day, God. We thank you that you're the bright morning star, that you woke us up this morning, God. I thank you that we've got breath in our body. We've got, you know, uh, blood flowing warm in our veins. Father, we just thank you for who you are, that you are the gentle whisper. You are the lover of our soul, God. And we just thank you that you provide for us. You're, you, you're there for us. You care for us. And, and, God, I just thank you that you are who you say you are. And you are the great physician, and you are, you are all that there is, Father. I just worship you because you're the king of glory. And we thank you right now uh, for every viewer watching. We pray that you would bless them, God. We pray that Lord. you would uh, empower them to do your service effectively, to be effective witness, witnesses for the kingdom. And, God, I pray right now that you would just touch every viewer no matter where they are through this broadcast that they would feel your tangible presence your tangible love, God, that your love will be revealed and that the will of God would come forth in their life. And I just pray that you would bless each and every one of them. Bless Aaron. Bless her ministry, Father. I pray for open doors that no man can shut, close the doors in her life that no man can open. And God, I pray, Father, that you would bless her in her family, bless her in her health, bless her in her finances, and that you would have your way, God. And I pray, Father, that you would show up in their dreams, give them visions to see. God, I pray for a fresh encounter for those who have not had it yet. God, a fresh passion, a fresh boldness, and a fresh fire to do what you've called them to do and to rise up and to be all that you called them to be, God, because you did not create us for us. You created us for you. And I thank yes. you, Father, that you are everything to us. And we just pray, God, that we would stay close to you and to do uh, what your word says that we need to do in order to see, you, uh, see your word come to pass, God, to see you work in our lives and just to flow through us every day. So I pray, God, that you bless everyone in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks, Amen. man. I appreciate your time, man. This has been
1: great. We'll do it again. Yes, yeah, so let's do it again. For those that are on here, I know there's going to be like over a couple thousand people watching the replay. A lot of people yeah. on Instagram never has a lot of, of interaction when you go live. But a lot yeah. of people are going to be watching the replay. So make sure that you follow my good friend Aaron here. Follow her page. God's doing an amazing work, work in her life and her ministry. And I believe this is just the beginning. The best moments yeah. of her life haven't even happened yet. And so God's going to blow things it. up. Um, it, I mean, he did it for me overnight. Overnight, you know, went from obscurity, what they say, to notoriety and overnight. And we don't ask for no fame, nothing like that. People look at it like that. But over 70 million people less than a year viewing live videos. That is God and God alone. And so get ready because, and I prophesied that you over your life, that God's going to blow things up in your ministry and he's going to use you. You know, we're end time messengers uh, in the the time that we're living in our generation. We're firebrands. And so I believe that God is going to do amazing things in this year, and in in the year of 2019 is going to be amazing. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to connect. I believe it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.